Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And yes, I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Give God the glory. Give God the praise. If you're watching me, you are alive. Thank you, Jesus. And so you all I'm so excited. I'm so excited because of the fact that I'm still alive and I'm in my right mind and I'm living for Jesus. That's a blessing from the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. And y'all, my heart is so heavy because I just heard about uh, a massive shooting at an elementary school. I'm telling y'all, the love of many is waxing cold or has waxed cold. And that is one of the signs that Jesus mentioned in the word of God that will be a sign of him soon to return to come get us. So I'm telling you, you need to be ready. Think about it. Have you been born again of the water and of the spirit? Are you walking in holiness? Because Jesus is soon to come. We need to get our lives right because we don't know where death is at. Or we do not know when Jesus is going to come back because things are getting very, very perilous out here. Like the Bible already, the Bible already prophesied that this will happen. And my heart hurts because those children didn't do anything. And he just walked up into the building and started shooting. And so please be in prayer for the families um, of the victims. Please be in prayer for the families of the victims and even the shooter. Please be in prayer for him because he's no longer living either. So please be in prayer for his family as well. Um, but please know that things are not going to get better. They're going to get worse. So we got to be prayed up. We got to be obedient to God. So God will protect us and our children. And then sometimes things do happen even when you are walking in the will of God. Sometimes things do happen, but you got to know that, hey, at this point in time, I was in God's will. And so it was God's will for this to happen to me. And so anyway, stay in the will of God and everything, all things will work together for your good. So I'm going to get into the Tell It Like It Is Tuesday. Tell It Like It Is Tuesday is entitled The Why of It All. The Why of It All. The W-H-Y of It All. And the subtopic is you have to go through it because, you know, sometimes we like, God, why am I going through all of this stuff? Like I'm living right for you. I'm surrender. I've surrendered my life to you. Um, I try, you know, just to please you and it's not to get anything in return but i'm pleasing you i'm walking up right before you and if there's anything in me that's not right please take it out and you'd be like lord why but why is all this negative stuff keep happening to me and so y'all i pray that you be encouraged by this message because i was like lord speak to my heart thank you jesus and uh our uh sunday school class been covering the story of joseph uh for uh some for a while now and so i just been being encouraged by the story of joseph i've studied uh, the story of joseph before but now they came back up in our sunday school lesson and it always encouraged me i can never stop hearing about the story of joseph because that is what like i am currently going through right now and so you may be going through a similar situation and so i want to encourage you with this word the why of it all and so if you are familiar with the story of joseph in the bible joseph was a dreamer 
um, at a young age. Joseph was a dreamer at a young age. And the Bible say <clears throat> that he was about 17, like he was about 17 or he may have been younger when he start to have these dreams. Okay. So he decides to uh, tell the dream to his brothers. Now, the dream that he dreamed was that, like, they sheaves uh, would be bowing down to him. And so they was like, what? Like, we're going to bow down to you. And please, if you don't know the background uh, of why they was his brothers was even just really mad, it's because the father gave him a coat of many colors. The father showed his favoritism of Joseph already. And so then... Then Joseph tell the brothers that he had a dream where the sheaves was bowing down to him. And so they got, they hated him even the more. Okay. And then uh, Joseph had another dream where the sun, the moon, and the stars, I believe, uh, was bowing down to him. And so that represent, represented his parents. That represented his parents. And so, <laughs> and the brothers. And so, the father like, hmm, wait a minute, we're going to be bowing down to you too. But the father like pondered that thing in his heart. It, the Bible don't say that he hated Joseph. He just pondered that thing in his heart because, hey, this could possibly be some something. It might have meaning. But his brothers hated him even more because it's like, you know, like he already gets shown favoritism. But now we're going to bow down to him. So anyway, his brothers... Uh, one day he was coming towards his brothers and his brothers uh, put him in a, a pit. We call it a pit. I think it, it says a different word in the King James Version, but um, they put him in a pit and uh, they wanted him to die. Like they wanted to kill him. They wanted to kill him. The pit didn't have any water. So if he would have stayed in the pit for, you know, a certain amount of days, he would have just eventually died. But however, they put him in a pit. But then they seen some uh, people coming by. They seen some people coming by and they sold him into slavery. They sold him into slavery because <laughs> they're like, hey, man, it's like it don't make no sense. I mean, they might as well make money off of him instead of kill him. I mean, so brothers sold him into slavery. He gets into Egypt. OK, he gets into Egypt uh, now in the Bible. He gets into Egypt and he's at Potiphar's house, which is like a high ranking person. He's a, he's a slave at Potiphar's house. And y'all, I'm going somewhere with this. I'm going somewhere with this. The why of it all. Because I'm sure like, it's like, wait, I did not do nothing to my brothers. You know, you don't know what Joseph could have been thinking, but I'm saying I would have been thinking, I didn't do nothing to them. And they want to kill me. Like, I'm just telling them the dream that I seen. And you like, why am I going through this these things? But okay. Anyway, and then they sold him into slavery. Why? Why? Now I gotta be a slave to somebody else. Like the why. Okay, so he's in Potiphar's house. But the Bible always the Bible said that the Lord was with the Lord was with Joseph. That is the part that really encouraged me every time I read that because horrible situations, maybe you might be in something horrible. Something horrible might happen to you. But then the Bible say, when he was in Potiphar's house, I say, the Lord was with him. 
So when people be like, oh, you must have sinned, you must have did this. If you know, you already checked your relationship with God, you already checked what was going on with you and God, and you know you haven't sinned, and all this stuff keep happening to you, you got to quote the word, all things work together for the good to them that love God. And those that love God is keeping his commandments. And those that are the called, God called me out according to his purpose. So you got to quote the word, that's Romans 8, 28. So anyway... He was in Potiphar's house, in Potiphar's house, and as a slave. But then God blessed Potiphar's house because Joseph was there. See, I'm telling you, that's why you don't need to complain. And I say, Lord, help me not to do this. You don't need to complain, 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 treat people nasty or whatever when you are in certain situations. Because God will use that for your good. So, he, because Joseph was in Potiphar's house, his he he had um, Joseph had favor on his life, which caused Potiphar's house to be blessed. Look at that, glory to God. And so things going long, going long. But oh my gosh! So what's gonna happen now? Now Potiphar's wife tried to sleep with him, and he did not want to sleep with him. He's like, like I can't do this evil in the sight of my God. Like I cannot. I'm paraphrasing it. Like, I cannot sin against my God. So she grabbed him by the jacket. He snatched away. And so she was left with the jacket. So she lied and said that, you know, like he tried to do something wrong to her. Really? Really? So Potiphar got wind of it. So Potiphar puts him in prison. False, false accusation. And I'm telling y'all, some of y'all be getting, some of y'all be getting so mad. The Bible say rejoice and be exceeding glad. Woo! Glory. Great is your reward in heaven. So when people bring false accusations on you, you don't have to run it down because now Joseph is in prison. I don't see where he tried to defend himself. He just in prison. And so I'm just telling you right now because see, the truth will always come to the light. So let them talk about you. Let them call call you names because I'm telling you, God is fighting your battle. Jesus was called the devil. So you really think that you ain't going to be talked about or lied on or falsely accused? This can happen anywhere, anywhere. Don't make, don't put no limits on what, who the devil will use. So I'm just telling you, you can be falsely accused anywhere. But the point is, do not, do not give in to the devil and fight back let god fight your battles because that's what god did for joseph even though he still had to go to prison he didn't deserve to go to prison he was doing good in potiphar's house serving potiphar and everything he held on to his integrity because he could have slept he could have easily had sex with potiphar's wife she wanted it he could have easily did that but he turned it down because he didn't want to do that evil in god's sight that, that's commitment. That's faithfulness. Joseph was already somewhere that he did not deserve to be. He was already a slave. He could have been like, forget God, man. Forget God. I'm just about to do what I want to do. Shoot, all my brothers already tried to kill me. Now that I'm a slave in here. Hey, might well go ahead and do it because God don't love me. God don't love me. He don't care about me. I might as well just get it on. But guess what? Joseph maintained his integrity. And still was put in prison. 
the why of it all. You're going to see the why of it all. We get, we get somewhere on the night. But uh, remember, you have to go through it. You have to go through it. And I just be, I just get, that's why we had a word. Like Joseph didn't have to see the end of his story in advance. But see, I know the ending of Joseph's story. So that's why every time I think about it, I just start being, I'll be like, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. It's not over. I'm coming out. I'm coming out. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. And so anyway, now he's in prison. Now he's in prison. <laughs> Okay, so Joseph is in prison. <clears throat> Joseph is in prison. And um, okay. Now the that now he's over he had so much favor also in the prison. In the prison, it said Joseph uh the Lord was with Joseph. It's, it, I love when it say, but the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. This is in Genesis 39, 21. He gave him favor. The, the, the person put him over the other prisoners. See, this is why you can't, you God's people, we don't, we don't give in. We don't give in. That's why I, I said another message uh, that a pastor had preached about are you all in? We don't give in just because you being lied on, just because people want to kill you, kill your name. Hey, it doesn't matter. We don't give in. We don't give in to that because we live our lives pleasing to God and we got to expect these things to happen. So anyway, he didn't give in. He's still in prison. I'm like, <coughs> glory to God, excuse me, but. He's still in prison. Oh, but now the, the, the keeper put him over the prisoners. And now he have now the cupbearer, the baker, um, they have a dream. They have a dream. And so they both have dreams. Then Joseph was there to interpret their dreams. Their dreams come to pass. And then um when the cupbearer finally gets back to um, finally gets back to Pharaoh's house, then he forgets to tell Pharaoh that, hey, uh, you know, that he was fought, that Joseph was falsely accused, but it's okay, because all things is working together for the good, and so eventually, um, eventually, Pharaoh have a dream, and then come back, oh, yes, Joseph, so then they call Joseph to Pharaoh's house, Joseph interprets that dream. Glory to God. Joseph interprets that dream. And now he is in Pharaoh's house. And the dream that Pharaoh had was like relating to a famine. And so famine was coming to the land. And so Joseph devised a plan where they would be able to eat in the famine. Ain't God great? And so now. Joseph is at a place of prominence. Finally, he went through all of that. Finally, but the good part is, oh, the good part, the good part, the good part. Okay, so now, okay, not only the famine affect Egypt, it also affected his family. That was not uh, in Egypt where they was at. And so the brothers, the brothers that tried to kill him, sold them into slavery. Here they come. So they came. They came because they needed some food. Joseph recognized. Oh, did I write this scripture? Joseph recognized his brothers. 
but they didn't recognize him. Woo! Woo! Glory. I'm telling you, God will make you prosper so much. They'll be like, mm, is that Takia? Mm, is that Sally Sue May? What? Ain't no way she came up like that. Hey, how did you level up like that? I'm telling you, they probably, they won't even notice you because the glory, the glory of the Lord. Hallelujah. I'm telling y'all, this just encouraged me so much because, okay. And then the, the thing about it is the same dream that they got mad, they got mad with Joseph about. It came to pass. Genesis 42, 6-9. And Joseph was the governor over the land. And he, it was that sold to all the people of the land. And Joseph's brethren came and bowed down themselves before him with their faces to the earth. Sound familiar? The sheaves bowing down to Joseph? I tell you. Okay. And Joseph saw his brethren and he knew them, but made himself strange to unto them, which means he didn't let them know that it was him. Um, and he said unto them, Whence come ye? And they said, From the land of Canaan to buy food. And Joseph knew his brethren, but they knew not him. And Joseph remembered the dreams. Joseph remembered the dreams which he dreamed of them, and said unto them, Ye are spies to see the nakedness of the land ye are come. Genesis 42, 6-9. So all these years have passed, and Joseph still remembered the dream that he had dreamed that he had told them. But um, fast forward, um, Joseph, Joseph, Joseph ends up, because some things happen, Joseph do some things with his brothers. But anyway, Joseph ends up giving them food uh, to take care of them. And then when he finally revealed himself to them, he said, Genesis 45, 3-8, it says, And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. This is after they go through some scenarios and, and different things, uh, tests that he Joseph take his brothers to some tests. Then uh, finally, when they come back uh, to Egypt, he said, And Joseph said unto his brethren, I am Joseph. Doth my father yet live? And his brethren could not answer him. For they were troubled at his presence. I wonder why they was troubled. Uh, and Joseph said unto his brethren, Come near to me, I pray ye. And they came near, and he said, I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. I am Joseph, your brother, whom ye sold into Egypt. So they won't forget, hey, like, I didn't forget what you did to me. But I'm still going to be there for you because I still love you. Um... Now, therefore, be not grieved nor angry with yourselves that ye sold me hither. For God did send me before you to preserve life. You hear the why of it all? God did send me before you to preserve life. Glory to God. Because if all of these things didn't happen to Joseph, Egypt would be in terrible shape because the family would have took over and that same family would affect his siblings, his father and all his family. So he, God knew what he was doing. God, even, even through the process, I know God had been working with Joseph's heart and his mind through that whole process. And it took years. Like it wasn't like a year and then boom, Joseph in Pharaoh's house. 
No, it was like some years uh, in between that time. And that's why I like to encourage you all, like even in your singleness, if you're waiting on the Lord, you need to continue to wait on him because you don't know what God is working in you, what God is setting up. God, you don't know. God know the plans he has for you. You don't know. So you you got to let God do what he do because we don't know how many years. That's why you can't compare yourself to other people because, again, if they get married or if, if they get a house or they get a brand new car or they get something, that was that may have been their time. And then some people might have went ahead of God, but then they're going to suffer the consequences for that. But I'm saying you never know. That's why you need to stop looking at people, stop comparing your life to people, because God has a plan for all of us. And in a fullness of time, it's going to come to pass. And again, you got to let God work those things out of you. Let God work things in you and let God do the plan that follow the plan, follow the plan that God already have mapped out for you, even when it when it do not seem favorable, but God still have favored you. Glory to God. For God did send me before you to preserve life. For these two years have the famine been in the land, and yet there are five years in the which there shall neither be earring nor harvest. And God sent me before you to preserve you a posterity in the earth and to save your lives by a great deliverance. So now it was not you that sent me. Like even though you did all this stuff to me, it wasn't you that sent me hither, but God. And he had made me a father to Pharaoh and Lord of all his house and a ruler through all throughout all the land of Egypt. See what God did? Genesis 45, 3 through 8. So it's like you never have to worry about what people are doing to you. God sees all. And so that's why I, I had you have to look at this whole story to understand that stuff just kept happening negative to joseph but we never see where he cursed god or cursed somebody out or did anything negative we just kept saying the lord was with joseph the lord was with joseph and wherever he was at there was favor or or some someone else was prospering because joseph was there and so that means he still served god so we we, we gonna go on you have to remember that don't give up in the process because God is bringing you to greater. This man became second to Pharaoh. Second to Pharaoh. Glory to God. And so we're going to go on. Okay, so anyway, then his father died. His father died. So the brothers was thinking, oh, man, we're going to be in trouble now. Because Joseph only sparing our life because the father was living. But let me read uh, Genesis 50. Uh 18 2021 and his brethren also went and fell down before his face and they said behold we be thy servants but as for you but as for you you thought evil against me but god meant it unto good like they deliberately wanted to do evil but god meant it for good to bring to pass as it is this day to save much people alive to save much people alive glory to god I get excited every time I read this. Um, now, therefore, fear ye not. I will nourish you and your little ones. And he comforted them and spake kindly unto them. And that was Genesis 50, 18, 20 through 21. So I'm just saying, y'all know, do not, do not get bitter, but get better. Go through the process 
And I mean, it may take a while, years, years to see the fruits of your faithfulness to God. It might take some years. Because by the time that uh, Joseph got into a position of power, he was around 30. He was around 17 when he started having the dreams. So I'll be like, hmm, if God making me wait, I should just listen now. That don't mean that I'm doing nothing bad because a lot of times in the Bible, people had to wait years before they promise came to fulfillment. It's just you being in the will of God and you following the path of God. So I encourage you to like maintain your integrity. Keep being holy. Keep being obedient. Keep being faithful. Because the why of it all was he had to save many people alive. He had to save many people alive. That strategy that he used during the famine helped save the people in Egypt and his own family. And so that's what you have to look at. Stop being so selfish because God is not going to give you the promise. God is not going to bless you if you are still, if you're holding grudges, if you are still treating people negatively, God is not going to bless you. You got to get, you have to get your heart right so he can. So when the time comes, not saying that what these people doing to you is right, but the Bible just every time it sells you to love. Like pray for those, pray for them. It say pray for them, love them. We got to do it. We must do it because God wants to bring us to this place of great power. But we got to get ourselves together first. So when we do get the position of great power and it's time for us to show kindness to someone that only show hatred to us, we will be able to do it. And so I'm telling y'all, get in the presence of the Lord, talk to him fast, read your word, because then that will build you up to be able to deal with the negative situations that you have to go through. You got to go through it. You have to go through it. Then you will understand, like it's a song that says, you will understand it better by and by. You will understand the why of it all once you have came through it. You can't stop in the middle of the process because God is not going to get glory and all that, all what you went through is going to be in vain if you give up. So I'm like, look, I'm not giving up and I encourage you not to give up. Keep fighting a good fight of faith. And like I said, that's on your knees and prayer and prayer, fasting with your word, being lifted up by the preach anointed word of God. I'm telling you, because you won't go through different situations. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But if you keep your faith in God, you're going to get through it. And so if it haven't got better, if it haven't got better, you ain't to the end. Because the Bible say again, all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them that are called, the called according to his purpose. Glory to God. So keep going through keep going through the bible say don't be weary and well doing in due season you will reap if you faint not glory to god because you gotta know everybody is not gonna be happy for you 
when you tell them your vision. And that's why another thing we should learn from Joseph is like, you can't tell everybody your vision or your dream because they might not understand or they might think that you are being arrogant or whatever. So some things you don't need to be airing out to everybody. Like make sure it's somebody that you trust, um, that you trust, that you're very close to, that you have confidence in and make sure God is leading you to say that to them. Because sometimes some things you have to ponder in your heart until it come to pass. So you just have to be spirit led on some things. Like a lot of things I don't give details about because Satan is lurking. And everybody that call you your they call you a friend, they not a friend. So you have to be careful of that. Be careful of that because you have some people that just hate you because the favor of God is on your life. You have some people that hate you just because you are doing good according to God's standards. You have those people. So you don't want to go ahead and you got to be careful with that because they already think that you think you are arrogant or prideful. So why would you tell them what God has told you? Or showed you. You got to be very careful with this. Be very spirit led. Okay. Because God. God. Do speak. In dreams and visions. But again. Be careful. And again. Certain things. Because I know in my own life. Certain things. It have took years. To come to pass. Of uh, dreams and visions. That God has given me. It took some years. And I'm living in like one of the uh visions that God has given me and I'm waiting on uh the other uh vision that God's given me to come to pass and I know that it is going to come to pass glory to God so you got to stick write the vision make it plain I already wrote the vision and I made it plain and I believe that God is going to do it suddenly glory to God hallelujah so y'all be encouraged on tonight, believe in the word of God, believe in what God have told you and walk by faith and not by sight. And sometimes things will get worse. Trust and believe. I know this to be true. Things will get worse before they sometimes get better. So trust in the Lord with all your heart. Don't lean into your own understanding. That do not mean that you have done something wrong all the time. If you check yourself with God and you know that you did not do anything wrong, then you keep walking by faith and not by sight. You keep giving God the praise. Hallelujah. You keep giving God the praise through it because he's going to bring you through it. And you're going to understand the why of it all. And I'm telling you, just like Joseph, whatever you go through, it can be a testimony to somebody else that God is a keeper, that God is faithful, that promise, hallelujah, that God will supply all your needs, that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all you can ask or think. You'll be a testimony of his goodness, glory to God. So you got to go through it, hallelujah. You got to go through it. Then you will understand the why of it all. Praise God. And so I pray that all y'all I pray that this was a blessing to someone and I pray that all you all will have a blessed night. If you need to reach me, I can be reached uh, at Takiya Wally on Facebook. If you are listening on Anchor or any other podcast, I can be reached at Takiya, T-I-K-I-A-W-I-L-E-Y on Facebook, Instagram, Holy Lady T, 
Holy Lady T. Glory to God. And my church home is City of Refuge Church, located in Batesville, Mississippi, under the leadership of Bishop Calvin C. Wally Sr. And you are welcome to attend our services. Glory to God. We meet together on Wednesdays and Sunday mornings. Glory to God. And so if you need to mess me or send me a voice message, feel free. I will pray with you. I will offer advice according to the word of God. Glory to God. And if you have not received salvation, I encourage you to read Acts 2.38 and John 3 because you must be born again of the water and of the spirit. You must, you must believe, repent, be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ and receive the Holy Ghost in order to be saved when Jesus come back to rapture the church and you must be found living a holy life. Well, again, I pray everyone will have a blessed night. Peace out.